We need a laugh track. Ha, ha. Let's start with the hey, fake laughter. And Caleb. And we shot around a couple of ideas of what to do today. And um, one of our members, maybe I won't mention who, made a suggestion and then said he wouldn't be here. (laughs) And we're going to give it a go. And that is wokeness, woke culture. Maybe impacting our churches, schools, communities, and whatever. So, uh, maybe I ought to pray first. So, I'm going to pray first. Lord knows we need it. Uh, Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for uh, the privilege of being able to offer a, a Christian men's podcast, The Average Joes, to uh, hopefully encourage faith and disciple the men in our church and our community and as we uh, prepare for a difficult topic we pray the name of Jesus would be glorified tonight and we um, pray that um, your blessing would be with Mike and the whole Colkin family the the Phillips family as they Mm -hmm. finish up in in uh, Africa uh, probably going back to the village in um, what it be Potom yeah. tonight and uh, maybe tomorrow through Friday in Jesus name amen amen okay is it Potom Senegal anyway um, that's one of them one of them there's another one too I'm not sure what the other one is Ted's been posting some neat pictures on Facebook I, yeah, I saw Mike posting some today too I wondered Good if story, uh, I think I was told that Facebook was uh, for old people, and people just don't do that anymore. But <laughs> I'm an old people, and so I've I've seen a few, and I hope to go sometime, but not this year. So uh, let's let's uh, handle uh, woke ness av- as an average Joe would. Uh, my first thought was let's first. Maybe try and define it or, or uh, tell, talk to each other about what we think it means. And I'll maybe go last. Lucky <laughs> <laughs> you. Not that, I mean, if you, if you want me to kick it off, I can, but. Well, I mean, just looking at the Google, because, you know, Google has everything. Mm-hmm. Um, what is a woke movement? To be woke politically, this is specifically the black community, mm-hmm. but I think we could apply it more at this day and age to an overarching mindset. Yeah. Yeah. But um, it means that someone is informed, educated, and conscious of social injustice and racial inequality. Mm-hmm. So that's a internet, almost like it actually came from ABC News. So, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're <laughs> the authority. <laughs> I wonder where the word comes from. Woke, like wake up. Yeah, Those who have those who have been sleeping and are now awake. Yeah. The etymology would be interesting to, mm-hmm. to see what that is. I had actually just seen a, a post about about this. Somebody had asked, um, I don't remember who was speaking at the time, but asked this woman what 
how she would define woke. And she did a fairly good job covering all the bases of what it entails. But it's a slippery word to try and nail down. I've started more recently thinking of it as more like a religion. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah, there. Yeah, and that would pin it straight against Christianity. If it's a differing religion that praises things like science um, as instead of or over God, instead of seeing life through the lens of God, you see it through the lens of science. Mm-hmm. You start there. Yeah, I've, I, I've uh, come across some papers uh, uh, shared by co-workers and uh, I never remember names, so the details escape me. But this is average Joe's anyway, so uh, every you know you can expect an average quality review of the topic of the day. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, they were uh, talking about uh, I think white privilege, systemic racism. I think those all uh, are connected to woke wokeism and. Um, was not uh, one of the, uh, it, was, it was almost uh, worn as a badge of honor that we don't try to and don't need to um, prove or defend our, uh, that our beliefs are valid. So there's no need for any proof, research. In fact, a lot of that stuff is thrown in the, category of white oppression (laughs) and um so then you're how do you reason with people who don't require and that i think uh, that's what i thought of when you mentioned that this is uh this uh looks like when you listen to certain types of people uh a religion yeah because religions are not necessarily empirically based scientifically you can't prove or disprove the existence Mm -hmm. of god and structured uh, more like a belief system yeah that then you see everything through and that way you don't have to prove a worldview yeah right so Mm -hmm. any information we take in from our experience uh is filtered by um wokeism or right Oppression. I mean, you mentioned the word truth. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's a fairly newer idea, but a lot of people that might fall under the umbrella of wokeism hold the idea that everybody has their own truth. Your truth mm-hmm. is not necessarily my truth. Yeah. yeah. And it's no longer an objective thing. It's subjective. Yeah. Like, if I want this to be true, then it's my truth. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is right around the time I first entered college, uh, several years back now, it's uh, the phrase being thrown around was "live your truth," mm-hmm. and that was just something fun and encouraging you would throw at your friends. Oh my gosh, live your truth! And that was being thrown around among some of my friend groups there, and they would throw out, "Oh my gosh, that's so fun! Live your truth!" I would immediately speak. I would be that. I would be that guy. I was that guy. Mm-hmm. As long as it's God's truth. Yeah, and then everyone would roll their eyes. Yeah, yeah, we get it. Like I am worried you don't. Mm-hmm. I remember going through social work training at Roberts Wesley, and and um, 
and this is back in the 90s because you know I'm the old guy here and some of the stuff was starting to seep in already uh, one of the classes one of the questions in class was how uh, define a family mm. what what is a family and there were two guys in there me and uh, Nate something I had a Nate you had a Nate as well you had one in every college yeah anyway um, we were like the only ones who as freshmen or sophomores, you know, we're not, we're not real confident, but we're just like, I think there needs to be like an objection, objective, uh, definition of family. Cause you can't really, it, once you blow apart, it can be anything, then right. it's kind of meaningless. So, uh, and being a Christians, we, uh, we said, you know, I think it's, Probably, we probably should. I understand that uh, you don't want to make um, single moms or uh, people who get divorced or uh, widows or blended families feel bad that like their family isn't a real family, mm -hmm. but shouldn't we have an ideal and isn't... Uh, isn't that what the Bible does for us? Mm. Because in creation, the beginning, you know, God had a very specific plan of, of uh, a man leaving his father and mother being united with their wife and they'll become one flesh. Yeah. You do that enough, you get pregnant. <laughs> and, uh, and there's the nuclear family. Mm. Every child needs a father, a mother who are married for life. Yeah. Uh, and the kids will be family, grandkids. So that's family. And we can say that, you know, these other, or the nuclear family, or and then everything else, I guess, you kind of qualify. Well, now we're a blended family. Mm -hmm. Well, that tells me something that you, you know, there's an ideal, and you, uh, or whatever. And um, I forget what, got me off on this topic where there was truth mm -hmm. yeah the, the idea that there's a an objective truth yeah. and uh the woke was wokeism uh, well we there are lots of ways we, we places we can go with this but i had uh thought of when this question was first posed uh, one of my first thoughts was where have i seen this personally, if I've seen it at all, where have I seen this in the church? And the one, the question you had to ask first was what is woke? Because then you have to, then you can work with that. And one of the first things that I, that came to mind when I asked what, where have I seen this is church. I think the slippery slope begins with being nice and you, cause you want to be welcoming and to use a, more funny example, if you're looking up at the worship up front, I think that might start when you add the fog machine and the strobe lights. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's not necessarily, somebody might not necessarily look at that and say, that's woke, but it's leading down a path that takes you away, it takes the moment away from God and puts it on your emotion and how you're feeling because mm -hmm. it sucks you out of the words and out of the meaning behind things mm -hmm. and leads you along a different path. Yeah. <clears throat> it's 
I think the word that really hurts the Christians using capital C Christian as in everybody is the word nice. You just said nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, like we're sure we're supposed to be nice. Mm-hmm. Christ was usually nice. There's mm-hmm. a couple exceptions that might yeah. not qualify <laughs> as nice that we yeah. don't tend to bruise the vipers and, and whips and stuff like that. And yeah. So like in looking from the outsiders looking in on Christianity, oh, they're supposed to be nice people. So they need to accept these people. What should we do? We welcome them. We'll welcome them in. They yeah. can join us on Sundays. Yeah. But the mindset is, well, since you're a nice person, you need to accept this person. Right. And you need to also accept their choices, their beliefs, mm-hmm. their attitudes, their you behaviors. You have to agree or affirm. Exactly. Right. we, we got to love that person. We don't have to love that whatever they're doing. Mm-hmm. We got, but sadly, society nowadays has viewed accepting the person as accepting every single thing that they right. they do and if you look at Christ he accepted the people mm-hmm. he talked to the woman at the well knowing what she did yep. but she, he didn't accept that she was living with a guy she wasn't married with she had several uh, several others that mm-hmm. she, he, she did the same thing mm-hmm. and he flat out told her I accept you I love you as who you are yep. but yep. not for not, don't love what you've been doing mm-hmm. you don't just give Heidi everything that she wants <laughs> I think it's a trap that we've we as Christians have been caught in, and I think it started by us, okay, we need to be nice to certain groups of people. Yeah. Okay, wait a minute. We've been nice to these people. Look where we are now. Yeah. I don't say, when I say every church is like this, Yeah. No. but there's churches out there that have definitely got caught in that trap. Mm-hmm. And that's probably because we've been criticized as not being nice in the mm-hmm. past, and probably rightly so. The, the church capital, you know, not necessarily Hope Chapel, but um, the church at large. Because, you know, people are often quick to mm-hmm. point to the Inquisitions yep. hmm. or the the witch trials or, or um, uh, something like that. Uh, well, and that's, that's enough uh, illustration. And, and so we get, feel uh, off balance, maybe, uh, oh, you're right. And, and not that it is right, because I don't know that those were actually Christian movements. They, were, they claim to be Christian, mm-hmm. and that's um, maybe we don't have to worry about that today. But So we, we feel um, uh, a little defensive, and then we want to go the, the extra mile to say, all right, granted, the church has made all kinds of mistakes, and maybe some of them were, in fact, Christians did the wrong thing. Uh, and we, we want to convince you that uh, that's not us, so, so we... Um, spend some time or avoid topics uh, at the beginning maybe anyway or or for now and uh try real hard to show everybody that that we're nice and Mm -hmm. and that might be a phase that the church needs to go through maybe that actually wasn't bad but then if you if if that becomes your the the whole of your gospel right Then where you can't you uh, you're no longer at no point are you willing to deal with sin, yeah. The, the Ten Commandments mm-hmm. or um, uh, morality, and then uh, then it has become a, an idol. Uh, um, Taking a couple steps back from what you've just said there, that ties in really well with what uh, our guest speaker, Pastor Greg, if you were chur- in church on Sunday. Mm-hmm had spoken about was what's the center of your yeah. church, of your faith, of your world. Mm-hmm. And he, he 
half jokingly, I think, made the point uh, the Colkins are not the center of your church. Yeah, he did. Jesus, Jesus is the center of your yeah. church. God is the center of your church, mm-hmm. and that ties in then with what is that? What is that center of your faith of your world? Are you willing to? look at God and acknowledge your sin and acknowledge the faults between, or are you tied up in, well, everything's relative and you're wish-washy, lukewarm, like that. And that's what happens, I think, with this, uh, maybe inadvertently, and if you're talking about in the church with well-meaning pastors, if you go ahead and go along with the, the woke messages, then you inadvertently um, make something other than Jesus the center. Mm-hmm. And, and I say inadvertently, I do see uh, wokeism, and I think wokeism comes from critical race theory. Or, uh, it, it becomes a worldview mm-hmm. with the assumptions, you know, the assumptions that to make it kind of like a religion like we were talking about before uh, um, they they end up replacing maybe trying to be nice like you say um, but end up being and, and you the, 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 the Google you mentioned this when we started it's a political movement mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and so uh, it should be it should be the other way around we start with Jesus of the, of the Bible and we evaluate any political information according to him. Mm-hmm. And um, assuming uh, that some of their complaints, criticisms of the culture are valid, like racism is a real thing. Oh, yes, yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then um, assuming well, critical race theory and wokeism, I think it uh, basically assume that the dominant culture, the, the dominant class, the, the, the whiteies now, us, since we're all white, some of us are more pink than others. Oh, you gave it away. Or, uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, that they uh, they are oppressive. Yeah. And they got their power, their privilege, uh, in some immoral way. Yeah. And so we need to be sorry for that and do what we can to undo that. Mm-hmm. Um and that, I don't see that as being true. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does get complicated because I was born into a, a nice family, and and, uh, and and there is, I suppose, some advantage to, to being white and etc. But when you assign malice to mm-hmm. uh, to that privilege. That's, that's not fair. I think uh, instead, biblically, we need to start with um, the, well, the gospel is, is uh, uh, you go through like uh, John three sixteen. God so loved the world. God loves everybody. There is a God. God created everybody. All have sinned. All mm-hmm. of us have sinned. Mm-hmm. Black people can be racist too. Uh, and, and poor people can be um Envious, uh, rich people can be holy, uh, but they're all sinful, and, yeah. and uh, Jesus is the only solution for for that sin nature. Racism is not going to be 
uh, defeated by political action yeah. or war. It's gonna, there's got to be a change of heart. Uh, and, uh, and if we never get to that change of heart piece, we're just making it worse rather than better. Yeah. Jesus called us to love everyone because we're no better than any one yeah. other person. Yeah. Yeah. You had said once, and I don't know if you if it was an original thought because I've heard it several times before since you mentioned it probably years ago now that the church should be should have been should be the spearhead of these movements which took me some time to chew on. And I understand better now where that's coming from. The Christ should be the spearhead of every one of these movements because it would look different than it does now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But we would be involved in the culture yeah. much more than simply sidelined mm -hmm. and helping in the ways that we do now. Mm -hmm. I think the church, capital C, Focused on, well, this is happening out there, yeah. but it's not happening right here to us. Yeah. So right. we need, just need to like ignore that and focus on us. Yeah. And sadly, that will creep in even into the church without people knowing. Mm -hmm. Especially coming from like Christian universities. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, before you know it, it's creeping into the classroom in not just in school like public schools but even in, in universities that profess yeah. to be Christians yeah. mm -hmm. I know I graduated from a Christian university it's called the university now they got their university yeah, yeah they did yeah they did <laughs> and there's one class in particular this is at a Christian school week two of the class we were to go back to our dorm record a video of you proclaiming your privileges and how wow. you are, are better off because of those. Wow. Me being me? I didn't do that. Yeah. Because, <laughs> so like, some of them were, like, the location you lived in, that's a, according to this one professor, that's a privilege. Mm -hmm. You're the color of your skin. Your, your gender, now I'm, mm -hmm. at that point, it's still gender. Yeah. <laughs> and all of these things. Yeah. <laughs> In my video, I didn't use the word privilege. I used the word blessed more Blessing, than privilege. Blessing, right. I was blessed to be in a family with a mom and a father. Right. Yep. I was blessed right. to live in a smaller community. Mm -hmm. yeah. I was, and so mm -hmm. I went right, went right down the line. Sadly, that professor didn't take too kindly to that and called me out in class the next day because mm -hmm. she didn't like what I had to say. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And to the point that I sat down with that professor and said, okay, I'm really struggling to see where you're you're coming from with this. Yeah. yeah. And that professor then went on a uh, tangent of how, well, the privilege, like, we're both Christians and we're privileged to be Christians so we know that at Christmas time we're going to be wished a Merry Christmas not, and not have to worry about any other holiday, any other religion that we might be. So everybody assumes that you're Christian so they're going to say Merry Christmas. Mm -hmm. Thinking, this is coming from a Christian right. professor. Right. Right. Yeah. Who, are too sensitive to the point that you are now putting aside your Christian ideals yeah. right. and your Christian beliefs to cater to other groups. As if it's mm -hmm. a bad thing, yeah. man. It's a bad thing. Rather than and, and you take God out. Exactly. First you take yep. God out. Because you were acknowledging God. Mm -hmm. God is sovereign. I was placed in this place by God's wisdom 
and I'm thankful for that. Mm-hmm. But a someone with the uh, uh, the, the critical religious theory <laughs> will take God out and make it inherently negative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, you then have a privilege that someone else should have gotten, or you. You took, you received when someone else, you know, it's it's not fair. Yeah. And so the gratitude is gone. Mm-hmm. And that's interesting that, that that she just removed all the gratitude that you had mm-hmm. from it. You couldn't, maybe maybe not that you couldn't be thankful, but it just completely slid by that, and just changed it into you should be giving up what you have, or. I don't, I don't know where you go after that. Just you should walk around with this cloud over your head just all, all the time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, I need to say that was the start of a very long and quarrelsome year for that one professor. Mm. Yeah. I have a buddy that's leaving his, in the middle of his doctoral program, leaving it because the prof- his one professor retired, the new one they brought in, uh, same kind of thing, mm-hmm. same kind of thing, and he said, "I, I just can't. There's no working with with them with mm-hmm. her." Uh, so he's changing his doctoral program. I'm sure we all have tons of stories about that in the education system, um, but in in church, I think it gets much more sticky because this is now the church body. This is now your mm-hmm. family that you're yeah. really having to deal with. It hits a lot closer to home, and with the minutia of how do you reach kids in your in your community things of that nature mm-hmm. i can i've always wondered what what what'll happen when when we get some new family moving in i think our church is excellent because we have been very warm and welcoming to anyone that'll walk through the door Pastor, Pastor Mike has a special gift for reaching out and connecting with mm-hmm. with folk. Uh, and just as an average Joe, I, I hope that we can still be warm and welcoming because uh, this is beginning to reach even little old Perry Central School. How do we find common ground with, with these people, uh, assuming that you can... Like uh, acknowledging that uh, racism is a problem. You know, there is uh, institutional racism. Um, there has been oppression. Obviously, there's, and, and even I suppose the white racism is still a thing. There's probably, I know in Pennsylvania where we came from, there, there was a, a, a Nazi type of group that. There was, yeah. Uh, but those kinds of people just don't seem to have much. Power. They're not real popular, and and some of this is is false information uh, for political purposes. I I mm-hmm. I understand that uh, racism in America is the lowest it's ever been, and one statistic I heard uh, Steve Turley I listened to online. Uh, um, he's he's got a PhD in something and said one example one statistic is people's uh, is interracial marriages. Uh, black marrying white uh, and all the other varieties um, is very, very common. And then polling people about their attitudes for 
you know, do you think uh, interracial marriage is is good, bad, or uh, neutral, or something? And um, back in, I think the, the he was comparing to the fifties or sixties when the, the the same types of questions were asked. Yeah. And uh, the overwhelming majority of, of people believe that uh, interracial marriages are just fine. Mm-hmm. And I think it's probably around 70%. Um, but there are political interests that make money and gain power by trying to, to uh, flame these things up. Yeah. And, uh, uh, but... We, we have to acknowledge that it is still a problem and the church should do something about it. Mm-hmm. And, and that includes us. So how do we, what do we, how do we? And I, my first thought is Martin Luther King Jr. He did it well. You know, his, what, uh, mm-hmm. his uh, I have a dream philosophy. That's not critical race theory and wokeism right. does not agree with right. Martin Luther King Jr.'s dream, right? Uh, and, but I think his his movement was Christian, biblical, and uh, that should be something we can imitate. There's a term that I heard, and I think it needs to be the first step to be able to quarrel with this idea, and it's awake but not woke. Yeah. Hmm. As in, I'm awake to the truth, the truth, mm-hmm. capital not your truth, my truth. Yeah. But I'm not acknowledging this ideal or ideology. Uh So I know the truth and I know what you're, where where you're coming from. I'm not a part of that. Mm. And I think it also takes us average Joes (laughs) to sit down and actually chew on it like we're trying to do right now and truly understand at an even deeper level than we're going, mm-hmm. what this means, where it started, mm-hmm. all that. So then when it comes time to talk about it, we are well informed yeah. mm-hmm. to be able to have those discussions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So would you go to a Black Lives Matter <laughs> parade <laughs> or a Pride parade? Or a transgender story hour at the library. That's the thing. Etc. Use people's pronouns and like the Black Lives Matter. That's really. I mean, this is treading on thin ice at this point. Um, yeah. I think we've broken through the ice shortly, at this point. Sure. Yeah, let's let's just shortly after it happened, and there was all the parades and whatnot. I knew of several Christians that said, "Oh yeah, we gotta support this movement. Mm-hmm. We gotta." And I'm thinking, I would love to. So I sat down and did that research like I was just talking about. Yeah. And if you dig into not the idea that Black Lives Matter, but the movement yep. and the organization of Black Lives Matter, yep. there is so many openly unchristian things and values that they claim to believe. Yep. I'm talking about the nuclear family. I'm yep. talking about exactly. the idea of a higher being. I'm talking yep. about yeah. everything. Yep. At that point, I'm like, I cannot, in good conscience, get behind this knowing what they believe. Right, right on their website. Knowing right yeah, on their website. Oh, no, not at all. Yeah. And I had conversations with some of those people. Yeah. They're like, yeah, but it's good for a good cause. I'm like, don't get me wrong. I am all for that cause. Yeah. But not in this meeting. I cannot right. support right. put my name behind this group yeah. that is openly against everything I believe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. It is very important that we still, like you said, we remain open to conversation mm-hmm. with, with the folks about it. I think that's one of the most important things is we need to be able to have that dialogue with folks. And if you shut down that dialogue, then there's nowhere, exactly. nowhere you can go. Mm-hmm. But I think that's, one, that's why I like the podcast so much mm-hmm. is we're just able to sit down and have the conversation. And I don't think I'm outside the bounds by saying, hey, any of the other men that listen to this that want to come to church, like, approach us. We're welcome to have another, another Joe. Yeah. Special podcast, special guest. Mm-hmm. I was actually thinking now, since you mentioned that, it's way off yeah. topic, way off topic. <laughs> but uh, I was thinking about this summer trying to get a couple guys in behind the microphone. I think that'd be great. I mean, mm-hmm. I know I had talked to you and Mike off air one mm-hmm. night yeah. that how many guys come into the sanctuary, sit down in the pew, but don't really know like at a deeper level yeah. so oh yeah right. i know that person i know that person yeah but at a deeper level i actually know that person yeah mm-hmm. and i think yeah. it'd be great to have those smaller voices to yeah go a little deeper and that's why i love the events that we do mm-hmm. once twice a month we connect with a bunch of guys i've, I've chatted with some guys that i've sat in the, across the pew from for so many months mm-hmm. on end and never actually struck up a conversation we struck up a conversation it was great just a chat with the different mm-hmm. guys and, and hear what they're they're doing about then it's crazy yeah. like i know i had one conversation we will have how we got on this topic we're not talking about localism anymore but mm-hmm. there was one guy at the shoot we were shooting yep. that night and he comes over to me and granted i had the shirt on he goes so how's everything at heart I'm like oh great so we're talking and he goes so you're up past warsaw right and told like asked like knew about where i lived huh. i'm thinking I've gone to church with you. I don't know how long. <laughs> I know your name. Yeah. You know my name. You clearly know more than you, about me than I know about you. And yeah. I felt, started feeling bad. I'm like, wow, this guy knows more about me. Yeah. And I've seen him every Sunday for I don't know how many years. Does that make you famous? Are you famous, it must Ryan? Be. <laughs> but so yeah, it's just important that we get to know the guys that we're sitting in the pews with and doing battle with weekly. Yeah, it's cool. And I don't think that's too far off from how do we. Mm-hmm. Combat wokeism. Just yeah. bridge the gap. Yep. Let's have some uncomfortable conversations, even if it's like, "What's your name again?" Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. How many minutes are we on? Uh, we're at almost thirty-five minutes. Yeah. Well, I was I was thinking uh, to boil this down or tie it off neatly or whatever. I I think. It's so important to understand what the gospel is, what the Bible is, what God. um, And Jesus said a lot of things. But when it comes to this, one of my favorites is, I am the way, the true, and the life. Mm -hmm. No one comes to the Father but through me. And that's often related to the gospel, like getting saved, because you can only get saved by faith in Jesus. Um, but what about, I mean, what does the way mean? What, would, mm-hmm. what does the truth mean? What does the life mean? And I think that's what we're talking about here is many Christians, maybe even pastors, God help us, mm-hmm. don't mm-hmm. understand that Jesus is authoritative over everything and, and that is his truth. He he defines what's normal. Yeah. He defines what a family is. Yeah. 
uh, he defines who I am. He answers the question about gender yeah. and racism and, and, and everything else. And so that's why, like when you said, uh, me being born into this family is a blessing. That's a fact. And that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, more true than what the professor was saying uh, because it's revealed by God. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the more we can take all of the questions of life back to God through the Jesus of the Bible, the scriptures, yeah. then we will know what truth is. We will know who we are and and be blessed. And then the solutions to these problems we can have confidence in. Yeah. That we've actually defined the problem accurately and then can come up with solutions. And that's not an easy task. We haven't come up with any uh, wonderful solutions for these things specifically tonight. But um, uh, we all agree that We've got to. We've got to start there. Yes. Mm-hmm. We will. We will totally be thrown, confused, probably making things worse if we try to do. Well, I think <laughs> this or uh, any human. Now start with the Bible because this yeah. is a religion. This is a worldview yep. uh, issue, mm-hmm. and we are not um, wokeists. We are. Christians. Yep. And Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No. No one else. The way, the truth, not his truth, the truth. That's right. Mm-hmm. The truth. The truth. Oh, yeah, that'll be a trigger, trigger warning. <laughs> <laughs> My truth, a truth, your, your truth. No. The truth. No. The truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The truth. And it's a relief. It's. I, I find so much peace in in knowing that that, that is reality that is available mm-hmm. and relax in some of these some of these crazy things that's going on. God's still in control. Amen. I, I know him, he knows me. He, they're gonna work out one way or another. And we can have wisdom for for these tough questions if we can be nice enough to listen and be and we do we've got to we've got to probably avoid these hot topics when we're meeting someone for the first time even if they try to set us off what do you think about <laughs> what do you think about transgender mm. yeah i was asked once when i was out with friends and we were just eating out uh, for dinner and i was asked are you an lgbtq ally yeah and, and that's the answer right there. Well, I'm a Christian. Yeah. Jesus calls us to love everyone. I'm an ally of the person. Yeah. Not behavior. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that was nicely tied off right there as a mm-hmm. as an average Joe. That was very nicely. I done. hope he did good by the person that posed the question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who will remain nameless, but maybe we'll continue it next time too. There are lots of. I think this could be a multiple parter. This isn't going away for yeah. a while too. We, um, I'd like to talk more about the transgender stuff yeah. because um, I've never really met uh, until recently considered 
because you take these things for granted. Like, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. What's the question? <laughs> and then, how's the Bible answer those? I have never, ever, even wondered. So it's going to take me a minute. But there are some ideas I have yeah. on that. Some for another episode sometime too. Let's get another guest speaker on here for, for the next part. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Uh, so the water, um, wa- the, the chalk art festival, we give, give away water and, and uh, are inviting mm-hmm. men to show up and hang out in the tent, hand out water. We'll be advertising mm-hmm. our podcast. We'll be advertising Vacation Bible School on July 8th. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, on Sunday, we'll have communion and our monthly check-in. We're, we're talking about, I think, the third line in the Lord's Prayer. Uh, give us today our daily bread and forgive us our sins and we forgive those who sin against us. Mm-hmm. And uh, someday we'll have a paintball fight with the um, cavemen. Neanderthals. And, uh, and we have a, a, a Silver Lake cabin outing planned, I think, for August. So cool. uh, keep, keep those things in mind. And Excellent. See you in church on Sunday. <laughs>